Welcome to OB Boss Babes, where we showcase female entrepreneurs, working professionals, community builders, and local makers and creators. Our podcast is all about babe supporting babes, learning about community builders, and of course, female empowerment. Get inspired to the only podcast in the Ottawa Valley that showcases local babes in our community and join our tribe of boss babes where everyone is welcome. The MRC Pontiac is a vast territory located in the west of the Utsewe region, best known for its untapped natural landscapes, growing agricultural sector, and endless potential for business opportunities. Our team of economic development professionals, including our Excès Entreprise Québec representatives, are always here to give support to local entrepreneurs and business owners. We are working together with our partners at the SADC Pontiac to ensure that anyone with a great business idea can have access to the tools necessary to put down roots and thrive in the Pontiac. Visit our website destinationpontiac.ca today to discover your Pontiac potential. Hello, 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 and welcome to the OV Boss Babes podcast. More and more of us are wanting to get back to the traditional ways of life and enjoy fresh, local, and natural produce that's chemical-free, fresh from the garden, and support our local farmers and gardeners. And this Pontiac-based farm practices regenerative and sustainable organic farming, which means that their practices are centered around a holistic, integrated approach to farming that goes beyond sustainability. Not only do they carry a variety of fruits and vegetables, but they are also beekeepers, soap makers, and visionaries who jumped on the online food subscription bandwagon as they, along with other Pontiac businesses, offer their organic produce through a weekly subscription market, which is right up my alley. Please welcome Gemma Villa Vicencio from Firm Pure Conscious Farm in Bristol, Quebec. Gemma, how did Thank I do on your you. last name? <laughs> It's pretty good. <laughs> so Gemma, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you for taking me out of my whole, uh, you know, crazy day to be here and enjoy my afternoon here with you. Oh, and tell okay. you all about what we do. Yes, I'm so excited. I've been following along for a little bit now and seeing you and your beautiful family. And oh my gosh, have you guys ever Thank like you. inspired me to want to start my own garden? And so my husband's <laughs> like, any day now, I mean, get you out there and like, let's, you know, <laughs> let's put you to work. And I'm like, oh yeah, but that means I actually have to like get out and get dirty and do something. So mm, you it's can stick fine. to it. <laughs> well, you know what? We do it for you. So you come to us. You know what I mean? You don't need to do it. <laughs> That's perfect. That's right. That's right, Gemma. That's what people like you and your husband are for. <laughs> so Gemma, tell me actually, so what brought you and Mark to the Pontiac more specifically to Bristol, Quebec? And how long have you guys lived there for? Oh my God, Holly, you know what? We have been in the area only for four years and it's really the same time that uh, we have owned our, our land here in Bristol. So um, it was, uh, it was my gosh, how did we end up here? My husband is in the forces and, uh, and we, we actually bought a, bought a house in Chelsea and from Chelsea, we found Bristol. The, the, the land that, that we have in uh, in Bristol for our farm, our pure conscience farm. 
So really, it was it was really the best uh, business opportunity that we had. Um, we found this beautiful piece of land with water, with the you know the river, uh, the Cuyun River that goes uh, through the land, and uh, that's really how we ended up in Bristol. Honestly, there is it's super simple, super simple. It was like we found the perfect piece of land and we decided to stay there. It was it was just by fluke that we ended up in this beautiful place. So yes, Gemma, you and Mark found the perfect piece of land for your farm in Bristol, Quebec, but you guys actually started from nothing because quite literally there was nothing there. No buildings, no greenhouses, nothing. So you guys really had to start from the ground up. I'm really interested about this journey from the planting of the crops to slowly building your dream of a sustainable organic farm. So can you share with me and my listeners about that journey? It was pretty amazing, Holly. Honestly, you know what? Um, when I look back to four years ago in the first year that we started producing, it was like, uh, like I, I forgot already. Like I cannot imagine, you know, we went through so much. Um, our first year to be where we are only in four years later, you know what I mean? The, uh, the growth, what we are experiencing right now, it's exponential. It is crazy. It's crazy awesome. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like really, really the best experience that experience that we have had um, out of my life, really. Uh, we started in 2008. So when we purchased our land, uh, we have 80 acres. And so our 80 acres, um, it's, uh, um, we only produce approximately on three acres maximum. It's about two and a half to three acres. Uh, we, we purchased this land because it was, it was the most, um, it was, it was more affordable for us to, to, to buy it, um, without any buildings whatsoever. Right. And then, so we said, okay, well, we can afford it and we can pretty much build from scratch our dream farm. And that's really what we did. So we went bits by bits every year. The first year we had no buildings on it, literally Holly. Uh, we planted uh, like a big garden. Our first year it was like a big garden. We did a we did a one uh, one no we did we did one market. I think I think we did one public market that one year, and it was it was really our test year. So we were um, we we tested our land. We te we tested our skills as a farmer because we do not have any experience, any past experience as a, as a farmer. And it was really our test year, okay? And it was uh, it was pretty good. So our second year, we realized that we're like, well, you know what? Um, uh, I think we're ready for this. And it was the first year of COVID as well. So we were questioning ourselves. We were like, hmm, how do we do this? We needed so much. We needed, in order to grow, we needed so much equipment and so much things that we decided to go for it because we saw the opportunity, you know, to grow um, and, and the whole uh, eating local wave and all of this that we decided to go full, uh, full production our second year. And it was, it was, it was scary, but it was good. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was a super amazing experience. And I think it was like the best thing that we could have done um, to go for it. Um, so when I mean full production, it was really going from probably a 2,000 square feet approximately to the entire two and a half acres, okay? And um, so that was our second year. We brought in our second year, uh, we brought in a building, 
uh, we we uh, we brought in water. We we brought in electricity. We we um, yeah we did so many things our second year. Oh yeah, our 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 irrigation system. Our first year, Holly, believe it or not, um, we my husband okay used to water the plants every day. And it would take him about five day, five hours to uh, to to uh, to water all the plants outside every evening. Okay, so yeah, can you imagine? That's not very sustainable, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now, now we do, we do have now a very good irrigation system. We even have a pond as a backup, and uh, and everything gets done pretty much automatically. But looking back then, you know, it was just like wow, you know, we were just we wanted to get it done so bad mm-hmm. that we did. Our last year was more like, oh, you know, we get to enjoy our greenhouses. We get to enjoy, you know, the automatic watering in the greenhouses and outside. We get to enjoy. Uh, we started doing our baskets last year only, okay? So it was our first practical year for baskets. And um, and we also started selling at, at the organic store in Gatineau. Um, so this year, uh, we're still growing. Uh, last was it the, yeah, we're still growing, but we are, we have like doubled up our, our, our baskets and we have doubled up our, our, our offer to the supermarket as well. So it's huge abundance. I mean, we, we have now, uh, this year I have four employees. Yeah. My first year, it was my husband and I. My second year, I had two two local employees. Last year, I had one full. I would say it was it was quite something last year because you know everybody everybody was like really um, having issues finding finding employ- employees help, and we were one of those as well. But this year, it's like boom! It was amazing. Uh, our employees found us. They wanted to work for us. Gemma, I'm blown away by your story though. Like to see how you and Mark started out and to see how quickly you guys have grown and how successful you guys have become. And I think this is why you keep adding so many different ideas to your plate and expanding as you have and the growth you guys have done in four years is really a true testament to hard work, dedication and resilience. That is so true. Well, thank you so much, Holly. And they say it's, you know what, it's amazing. I am super happy. I have an amazing crew and that things are just growing, you know, literally (laughs) in all aspects, just growing. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's, it's, it's crazy, but it's crazy good. It's fun. So Gemma, you were saying that you and Mark didn't have any experience or background in this prior to starting your yes. farm. So what were you guys doing beforehand? Good question, Holly. Um, I was in the banking system. So I used to give people investment advice and uh, personal advice. Okay. I, one of the, well, actually the biggest financial institution in Canada. And my husband still works for the forces. So he works, he still works full time for the courses, for the forces. And, um, and he works at the farm uh, at the same time, you know, kind of like in the evenings and during the weekend, he replaces me. Um, so I have one day off and that is Sunday. So it's nice, you know, to go to the beach and spend the entire day at the beach with my daughter. But uh, yeah, so I used to be a banker. 
Oh my gosh. Right. And before that, I was also in the forces. So I spent a good amount of my time as well um, in the forces. I'm an ex-military. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you're a veteran then. Okay. And then your husband, oh my gosh, talk about exhausting that he works all day and then comes home and just keeps on going. I mean, I'm glad you get your day of rest on Sunday. That is very important, but like a true entrepreneur, you never stop. We never stop. No. Mm -hmm. Like, n- n- not at all. Like, weekends for us, it's like, what does that mean? <laughs> so, Gemma, your vision is to ultimately create an organic agricultural system whilst while simultaneously increasing the biodiversity and sustainability of the fertility of the soil. And I'd like to say that I know what I'm talking about when I ask this question, but I will be honest, I'm scratching my head along with my listeners who might not know what this means. So can you break it down a little bit for us? I think it's simple and it's very natural, okay? Um, We are um, a a very diversified farm, okay? So we have animals, so we have our yaks, we have chickens for layers, we also have chickens uh, for meat, Uh, we we do our production of vegetables as well, so we work with everything around us. Okay, so I can tell you, very simple. Um, we use the manure from our chickens, we use the manure of our of our yaks, and we use it to go back into the ground. Do you know what I mean? Anything that comes out of out of our out of um, our soil um, after we plant. Um, how can I say this? Everything that comes, everything when we harvest, all the weeds and all of these things that we uh, that we take out of the soil. It goes into our animals and our animals um, things, right? The uh, the 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 um, when we clean our animal, our chicken coop, for example, we put it in a compost and then we compost that, that and then it goes back into the ground, uh, into into the soil to uh, to to feed the soil. So we're we do not use any chemical fertilizers. We uh, we use everything that comes directly from what we produce. So it's the most sustainable thing, you know what I mean, that we can do. So we build the soil um, from from using all the resources that we have at the farm. Um, yeah, so I would say it is uh, it is it is it is amazing because um, the diversification of our of our production is really what makes us uh, be able to do this. Right. And it's it's the best thing that we can do. I mean, I'll give you an example in our greenhouses, right? So we do a rotation in your in our greenhouses with our chickens. So our chickens will spend this, the winter time in our greenhouse and all, all winter long. So you know they have they have access to the sun, they have access to the soil, they have access to all of the you know the little insects and stuff like and stuff like that all all winter long. They, they're, they're nice and warm in, in, in out of the humidity, right, in the winter time. And this, this by doing this, we are able to, um, to work and make it ready for next year production where we plant our, our cucumbers, our tomatoes, tomatoes, our peppers, you know, and all of these things. So it gets done automatically with the help of our, of, of our, you know, diversification of what we have, the animals and everything. So, yeah, I mean, we do not, uh, we don't use any herbicides or any pesticides, right? So we work with a whole diversity of everything that we have around us. 
Gemma, you mentioned your yaks and I really want to focus on this because you and your team actually first made headlines for the quality of your products, but also for the sale of your yak meat. So I know a lot of my listeners are going to be like, including myself, what is a yak? <laughs> it's an amazing animal. Okay. Um, it's an animal just it's an animal that is uh, originally from the Himalayas. So uh, they, uh, I'll say it's kind of like the bison in North America. So uh, it's an animal that is very um, winter hardy. They have, uh, they have, they have this big coat, um, the big hair, right? They have big horns and they're actually short animals. It's smaller than a cow, okay? You may look at it and it looks kind of like imposing. I mean, they are very amazing animals. So they're, they're kind of like the cousin of the cow. Okay. And they, you have to come and see them, Holly. Oh my God. I invite all of your listeners to come to the farm and come and see these, uh, these, these awesome animals. And, um, it is, uh, the, the, the taste of the meat, it is, it is not gamey as you may think. So it is very mild. I usually explain it. And I say that it's something in between a grass fed cow and, uh, in a bison. So it is not as strong of a taste as bison, but it's not as mild supposed, you know, uh, as, a, as, a, as a beef. So it's in between the both of them. It's like the perfect world. And it's extremely, um, it's very soft. The meat is, is very soft and it has a high percentage of, uh, of humidity in the meat. So it's not dry at all. Now, are there many yak farms in Quebec, Gemma, or Ontario? Or do you guys actually have to completely outsource from other provinces or even in the States? So um, I have to say that in Quebec, it is it is relatively it's relatively new. There aren't that many farms in Quebec. We are that I know of that are bigger. You know, there is two farms. So there is ourselves and there is another farm south of Montreal. Um, we both bought our herd from this big breeder that is uh that used to be or i don't know if he still lives in there but he uh he was his farm it, it was in in Gaspésie. so we we bought our herd from him and he 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 just retired he retired uh about about two years ago when we got our yaks we got pretty much you know the last of his uh, of his animals before he retired so it is relatively less um, less known, I have to say, to Quebec, but it's much more known in the Western Canada. So there is uh, there is more production uh, with yaks in 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 Alberta, uh, in BC, and uh, in, in in I have to say that I I read that there is at least um, there is approximately a hundred thousand yaks in uh, in in Canada, but I obviously you know mostly would uh, not in Canada but in North America. So it is I think it is a growing market. People are starting to know a little bit more uh, yaks and um, for 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 really I mean the quality of the meat, right? So the reason why we decided to go for with with yak compared to beef is because. One, we wanted we wanted something different, you know, to offer something different to people. Um, and we were not afraid of, you know, starting a new market because we were a new farm anyway. So mm -hmm. we were we had to work hard for it anyways to get to know, to get a, to, to know our business. Uh, but also because it is as an organic farm for us, 
um, Yak was just perfect. So we wanted something that was going to be um, the healthier, the healthiest, you know, a healthiest option for people uh, for red meat. So yak, yak meat is exactly that. So our animals are grass fed hundred percent. They are not finished on grain whatsoever. Uh, so it's the healthiest meat that you can find right now in, uh, in, in the Ottawa region, perhaps. Well, yeah. re it really for makes you guys stand out. And obviously it's something that we don't necessarily really have here in the Ottawa Valley or in the Pontiac. And so it's a driving force to bring customers to your farm to be like, especially if they've tried it and they like it and they're like, wait, I can get this on a regular basis. So good on you guys for doing something a little bit differently. Thank you. It's amazing. You know what? And it's really paid off because I think that, um, there, there is a lot of people who are looking for a smaller, uh, a smaller scale, um, um, farms, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, and there aren't that many options necessarily for, for, uh, humane raised animals, right? Mm -hmm. So it's something that we wanted to, to, um, to, to give, to have available for people who didn't necessarily eat that much meat. Like most of our clients, um, they are not the hugely meat eaters, you know, they, they, uh, whenever they eat, they eat quality meat and they don't eat it that much. Right. So it's just the perfect thing. We don't have a huge production of yak, uh, of yak meat either. And we don't want to necessarily, right. We want to stay small and we want it to be, to, to work really on the quality of what we offer. Yeah, Gemma, I don't, I don't think your farm is going to stay that small for long. I mean, you guys are just <laughs> on a roll right now, expanding. So you guys have actually jumped on board, Gemma, with the Saviors, Saviors de Pontiac, which is actually a weekly local subscription for uh, a variety of produce and meats and all different other kinds of products, which I think is such a great idea. I'm constantly talking about HelloFresh and Chef's Plate. And I think that there are so many other different kinds, like there's smoothies that can get delivered to your house, like smoothie bowls and cubes and, and produce and everything like that. And so I didn't even realize that this was something that was being offered in the Pontiac and it's all done through an online ordering system. So can you share with us about a little bit more about this? Okay. So let's have up to Pontiac. It is something that was created by the MRC of, uh, of the Pontiac in order to um, to 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 help the local producers um, and entrepreneurs of the area. So it's something that started just um, last year. Yeah, we started just last year. And what they do is they give us the opportunity, you know, to uh, to go to be to be present online. So the Savoir du Pontiac is like, you know, they work with local line and local line is the company that that creates the website and we sell our baskets through Savoir du Pontiac, which is local line. OK, and this is thanks to the MRC of the Pontiac. So what we offer is a subscription um, of forty dollars per week for uh for 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 our fruits and vegetables um um in that we grow throughout the summer from from the middle of june up until the end of september uh or the beginning of october so we offer uh we offer two different options of subscription so we do the weekly subscription for people who have more of a, a a bigger family so more than two people and they or they eat a lot of vegetables 
And we also offer the option for every two weeks. So for somebody who has a small family or for a one or two people family um, uh, household. And uh, and yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty awesome. So we started this last year. We offered two options. We offer two two locations, a little more than two locations. We have the option for people for local from the Pontiac region to come and pick up their basket uh, directly here at the farm at 57 Ragged Shoot in Bristol. And we also offer the option of, uh, of uh, people subscribing for pickup at one of the Boita Grain, which is the organic store in Gatineau. And we use three of their locations for a drop-off in Gatineau. So we use uh, we use uh, uh, um, uh, the Boita Grain Elmer, La Boita Grain uh, in Plateau, and La Boita uh, Grain in Grebaire, okay? So so yeah, and it's, it's pretty awesome right now. I have to say we have just approximately uh, 30 subscribers and half of those are uh, in, you know, for Gatineau and the other half are for here in, uh, in Platt, uh, at the farm, for pickup at the farm. So it's, it's awesome. I love it when people come directly to the farm because they get to see how everything is produced. They get to know us right in person. Um, you make more of a, a nice relationship with a person who is growing your food, right? And I, I love that. I, I prefer that really. Um, and we also, uh, so yeah, so people, when they come to the farm, they come, they see what we do. They have an option as well. They have more option to choose their vegetables and they can, they get a discount for, uh, for any of the other, uh, any of the other products that we offer. So it could be our soaps, it could be our yak meat, it could be our eggs, our, our chicken meat, um, and all of these things. So yeah, it's amazing. People, people love it. So along with your organic eggs, garlic, fruit, and vegetables, Gemma, what products right now are currently in season that people can add to their basket for their subscription? Each basket is $40 of fruits and vegetables, but they also have the option of receiving a 10% off uh, on any other of our products. So if including our eggs, including more vegetables, our soaps, our yak meat, organic chicken. So anything else other than the basket, they receive a discount of 10% for being a, for being a member. Subscription. Gotcha. Now, what about those Gemma who just discovered your episode and are listening today and this service and realize that, oh no, we're nearing the end of summer. Like we're coming into August and they want to take advantage of this produce subscription. Can they still do so? Yes, of course. So actually, we are just at the, in the middle of the season. So people can still, can still subscribe for another six weeks or 12 weeks every week or six weeks every two weeks. Okay. I'll, I'll say baskets, 12 baskets until the end of the season, which is uh, the first week of October or every two weeks until the end of September. So people can still subscribe in order to take advantage of the 10% discount that we offer on all our other products. Um, the other, let's say there it is, you know, some, we also offer this, uh, this really flexible option of people just coming into the, to the, to the farm and, uh, and buying their, their, their vegetables or anything else that they want um every friday so we open the doors of our farm every friday from 2 to 6 p.m uh, and people can just drop by 
Yeah, so it's amazing. They can pretty much just come anytime and buy any of our products. Gemma, I love that. Your own personalized farmer's market, one-stop shop on a Friday yes, afternoon. That's pretty much it. We're like a one-stop shop. So because we're so diversified, we you can pretty much just come and do your shopping at our farm. So you can you can leave with your you know, with your protein stuff. And you can also have all of your fruits and vegetables as well. So yeah. <laughs> if the grocery store, grab your basket and away you go. I love it. <laughs> Pretty awesome. Yes. Thank Gem you. Gemma, I think it's also really important that we also plug your other service within the, um, the, the basket subscription, because you guys also grow a great variety of root vegetables that can be stored and preserved in a cold room that can be enjoyed during the winter months. So when did those become available? So uh, we produce root vegetables all summer long. Okay. So yeah, so we'll have, we'll have beets, we'll have carrots and everything else throughout the summer. So um, in the wind, if, if, if people want to purchase, you know, at a bigger quantity at the end of the summer, so they can store it in a cold room. Perfect. People can pretty much do that in, uh, I would probably say starting mid September to, uh, yeah, starting mid September for, for storage vegetables. So when you subscribe to our basket, you receive every week or every two weeks in your basket, root vegetables. So it's really very, it's a very complete basket, what we offer. So you have salad, you have root vegetables, you have like, like very diversified. It's pretty awesome. So next, Gemma, I want to talk about farm fresh eggs, because we have seen the signs at the end of driveways for farm fresh eggs for years and years. And at least one point or another, families will make a stop to pick up a dozen eggs instead of picking some up from their local grocery store. And aside from supporting a local farmer, what are the benefits of farm fresh eggs and what makes your organic eggs different? Very nice question, Holly. Okay. Um, and um, it's two different things. Okay. I mean, of course, we want people to appreciate and uh, support our local economy by purchasing local as much as possible, okay? But when we get into conventional production and organic production, it's two completely different things. It's like two different ways of agriculture, right? Because in organic, we don't use any herbicides. We don't use any pesticides. We don't use any synthetic uh, fertilizers, right? So everything that we use as much as possible, it is very natural. Now, when it comes to, uh, when it comes to eating local, I mean, I, I encourage people, of course, you know what, it's the future. I think it's amazing. We have to appreciate our local, our, our, our agriculture and buy as much as possible close to you. Um, local, uh, you know, eggs that we buy at the at the uh, at, from a local farmer it's awesome now what is the difference between our our eggs why are our our eggs different is because we are we um encourage right an organic agriculture in an organic agriculture it's already completely as a different way of 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 production just just for the same things that i said no, uh, you know, uh, fertilizers, no chemicals whatsoever. So in, in, in our organic eggs, even though they eat, they eat organic, uh, organic, um, um, 
organic feed grains, well, the organic grains, they have been produced organically. You see what I mean? So it's a different way of agriculture. Um, and why is it, why, what, why is it different or what is different about that? It's healthier for you, right? So it is, it is healthier for you. And we, we work with the utmost respect of our environment, of our animals, right? And, uh, it, and we do it at a, at, at a small scale. So we make sure that we, our animals are, you know, in the best care possible as well. Now, our eggs, they are marketed colored. So if you go, let's say to the, um, to the, to the local um, in Gatineau, to La Boite Grain, because this is where you're going to find our eggs, they are the only colorful eggs that you will find. So that's, it's, it's amazing. It's the best choice. So you want to eat the best possible food. Gorg, yeah, eat, eat, eat organic eggs. Thanks for tuning in to the OV Boss Babes podcast. Stick around after we hear from our sponsors. If your hens stop laying or your cows go dry, go to MR Feeds and Farm Supply. Tools for the garden, litter for the cat, rubber boots for the missus because she likes it like that. There's three locations if you're driving around Mixburg, Shawville, and Pembroke Town. Prices are low and values high at MR Feeds and Farm Supply. The grass will always be greener on your side with Quality Seeds brand lawn seed, lime, and fertilizers from MR. At MR Feeds and Farm Supply. SADC Pontiac Community Futures Development Corporation works with businesses and local communities to help create local employment, support economic growth, and encourage business development. Their team of professionals are highly experienced in community development, finance, business marketing, and management. Whether you are self-employed, small business owner, or a manager of a multinational, the SADC Pontiac can help you in the startup expansion, management, and implementation of your business on MRC Pontiac Territory. Contact their office at 819-683-3733 or visit their website at sadcpontiac.ca for more info. Hey Bombshells and Bombsers! If you haven't heard, the Bombshells Tattoo Crew has moved their big shiny new space in part of downtown Pembroke at 24 Pembroke Street West. Bombshells Tattoo Studio is an all-female owned and operated tattoo and piercing studio with a registered massage therapist on staff as well. With over 18 years in the tattoo industry, Liz, Carrie, Vanessa, and Jenny offer many tattoo styles, from traditional to watercolor, pointillism to trash polka, and many more. Whether you're looking to commemorate a loved one, a pet, cover a drunken mistake, or an ex-boyfriend's name, or just want to get a badass piece of art, they've got you covered. Julie is available for all your piercing needs. Everything from the navel up, and also offers a wide array of massage techniques, from deep tissue to Indian head massage. They service anyone over 18 years of age and operate by appointment only. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Bombshells Tattoo Studio, their website at bombshellstattoo.ca, and in their new shop in downtown Pembroke. Thanks for tattooing local. Hey. 
Hey, it's Alicia from Be Savvy Fine Foods and Arm Pryer, and you're listening to the OV Boss Babes Podcast. Wow. Now, are those like different chickens too that maybe other farmers aren't using? Yes. Um, we do. We use three different varieties of chickens. Yeah. So we have we have the different shades of, uh, you know, the brown, the brown egg chickens um, and the white chickens. And we also we also have another another variety of chicken that is for um, uh, that gives the blue eggs. Yeah. And it's different shapes of blue, different shapes of brown and then the white ones. So we when you buy your eggs, well, our eggs are different colors. Yeah. And it's it's beautiful. A lot of a lot of people love it. You know, they have you, they, they have this emotional connection with with our eggs that you wouldn't necessarily have with just the brown eggs or just the white eggs. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Now, by now, our listeners have learned that locally grown food tastes and looks better, and your unfiltered and untreated sweet honey is handcrafted for best flavor. Yes, guys, I'm plugging Gemma again because her and her husband are also beekeepers. Gemma, throw more into the mix here. I know. Holly, you know what? I have to tell you a little bit to to give a kind of, a, you know, a little uh, resume of all of this, Okay. We started off with bees. It's the one thing that clicked into us to be in control of what we were eating and putting in our system, okay? Um, When we moved from, we were living in Quebec City. Uh, When we moved from Quebec City to, to, to Chelsea, my husband decided to take a beekeeping course. And then he came home with two beehives, okay? Yes. So the first summer that he that we harvested, you know, the uh, the honey from these uh, from these from our from our bees, uh, we were extremely surprised by the pureness of this honey. So I'll explain to you the pure conscience. Pure comes from the pure the purity of the honey that we harvested for the first time in our lives. Okay. It was amazing because we could not understand how we could have this amazing honey um, that tasted different than honey that we bought, you know, from the store commercially made. So we, this is where I started asking questions and looking at the old ingredients of things when I was buying, where things were coming from. You know what I mean? It was kind of like a, a click thing that just made made us be conscious of where things were coming from, how things were being produced and what we were putting inside of our, our, our bodies, okay? This is how we started farming. So this is why, you know, we bought a farm and then we said, okay, so we have, we have now bees and we are going to keep bees organically because we do not want to use any pesticides, you know what I mean? That is not going to be good for bees, which we don't want to eat ourselves either. So, you know, so this is this is really the story. That's the story of pure conscious. This is how we started. <laughs> so now this makes sense about your business right? name. Now this yes, makes this more sense. This is where our name comes from. Yes. Okay. Well, 
now I feel like this should have been our first question, Gemma. Like this is how everything kind of got rolling. Um, now, how did you and Mark learn how best to keep your bees well-protected, healthy, and thriving to produce a vast amount of honey? Because a lot of people might just think that beekeeping is just a simple hobby, but there's so much more that goes into it. Beekeeping, it's... Um, um, it's it's quite difficult, I have to say. Uh, you know, you know what though. But it's not only beekeeping. Everything that we do, because we did not have the background in agriculture necessarily. Everything is a different world. And learning as we go, we learn as you go, as we go. So everything that we do, Holly, is a different world. Everything has like including beekeeping. Beekeeping is completely different than having vegetables. Growing tomatoes is completely different than growing cucumbers. You know, you know what I mean? So it is, it's an art of production. Agriculture in itself, I think, it's really an art of producing, especially beekeeping. Beekeeping is very difficult. Um, and, and the reason why is because uh, it's, I have to say, Bees are not originally from the North Hemisphere, right? So we need to learn on how to keep them comfortable in the winter time in order for them to thrive and stay alive. So the whole art of learning how to do that, it's quite complicated and everybody does it very different, okay? Now, why do we do beekeeping? We do it in a very small scale, okay? Mostly we keep bees in order for, for to harvest that the honey for ourselves and to make our soaps. And that leads us into our next question, Gemma. Great segue there. Your organic soaps and your organic shampoo and conditioner bars. Kate, why on earth would you want to create more work for yourselves to include these handcrafted and hydrating soaps? Gemma, you're crazy, but now I understand why you have all these employees now working for you. Okay, I'll tell you something, Holly. Um, my soap production was also one of my first things that we started doing. So remember when I said, I said, okay, I started questioning all of these things that we were, you know, that we were buying and we wanted to be in control of all of these things to produce them ourselves and to make sure that they were actually healthy things because we were we were producing them ourselves so the soaps is one of those things so we started off with soaps where I discovered natural soaps when I was in in in, in Montreal and then I said well I can't make this myself so I started making them for myself because I was I was getting um I was uh I, you know I was I was driving all the way from Quebec City to Montreal to go and get the soaps. So I'm like, okay, I'm like, this is not sustainable. This is not gonna work for a very long time. I need to start making the soaps myself. So I started, this is how we started with the soaps because it was for me, for, you know, for using them. So I, 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 I made a shampoo that is perfect for me and that in body soaps that are, you know, that are just, that are just perfect. So now um, I still do it, right? And I do it in my times off. It's fun. It's like cooking. It's amazing. It relaxes me. <laughs> Time off, Gemma. When? On your Sundays? No. <laughs> so the awesome thing about our opera of the soaps is that 
we make everything very natural. So we only use, uh, you know, oils and, and butters and essential oils and our beeswax and a lot of times also our honey. So yeah, it's pretty awesome. And all of our soaps have the name of a so of an opera. So have, did you did you look at them? That's why we call them soap operas. I did not <laughs> notice that. I did not click that. Like that it's did not click awesome. in for me. Gemma, that's smart. Yes. <laughs> smart, smart, it's smart. You awesome. are so funny. Oh my gosh. Gemma, I also want to highlight the fact that you are also, in addition to all of the other hats that you wear, you're a female representative on the Farmers Union, the UPA, an agricultural trade union that provides a variety of services for its Quebec producers. So can you speak a little bit to the UPA and why it was important for you to be a part of this union? You know what? In Quebec, I think it's unlike in the rest of uh, of the province. Um, in Quebec, we only have one union for the for uh, like a farmers uh, farmers agricultural union, and that is the UPA. So um, because I didn't have any background whatsoever, and we were completely new to the area here in the Pontiac when we first moved, um, one of the things that I did was to go to the, you know, to one of the meetings of the UPA. So I'm like, what a best place to go and meet other farmers, learn more about agriculture and all of these things. So, so that's how I joined the, uh, the UPA and I became uh, involved. It was because, you know, it was like my thirst to learn and meet other farmers, like maybe like me, you know, maybe other farmers in the area that, uh, um, in the culture of the other farms, right? And that's how I joined the OPA. So uh, it came the opportunity just that just this year that uh, I I became a little bit more involved, and, and uh, now I am one of the uh, vice presidents of the U the, the the local UPA. And to me, it was very important because I mean I think you know it's we have we have a lot of big farms. I mean the Pontiac in general is very very conventional, very beef, very you know a uh, 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 large uh, um, cash crops and things like that. But there aren't very much um, representation of small farmers like us and, and, and women farmers as well. I mean, more and more there are, but I think it was very important for me to become part of it in order to be somewhat, I guess, of a voice to a small farms as well. And since then, you know, it, it's, it's amazing. I have learned so much within the UPA and I really hope that, that I that I can that I can also uh, encourage other small farmers like us to make a difference in um, within the UPA and that's why I joined the UPA. I think yeah. it's really important to have more representation from women yeah. on these unions yeah. and boards and committees. And when I was scrolling through looking at the members and I see the majority of them are men and then the occasional woman, I thought, you know what? That's good though. It's good that a woman is stepping forward and participating and being that voice for other women to bring more awareness to more uh, female farmers in agriculture. I just think that it's a growing industry and it's booming. And there's a lot of women behind the scenes that are doing some great work. So I think it's yeah. really important and valuable that you are, you are one of those women. It is amazing. I mean, I'm super, I'm super happy, you know, it's and in more and more. Yeah, we do have a, we do have um, uh, a couple of women within, uh, within the, the local UPA. And I think it's just the beginning. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Gemma, you're also busy with holding events like the recent summer solstice. Am I saying that right? Summer solstice? Salsa solstice. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And you hold workshops like your plant, like a pro sign me up for that one and spring outdoor family activities, including your farm tours and fun Easter egg hunts. So tell us a little bit about these events and workshops that you've held and why you enjoy offering these kinds of fun activities to your community to participate in. You know what? Um, We, one, one of the things that I think it's really important for us as an organic farm or as a farm in general, right? It's to, uh, it's to educate people, to bring people into the farm and for them to see how uh, all of these beautiful and delicious vegetables, fruits and animals, you know, um, how they are their own. So one of the reasons why we do activities at the farm is really for people to come and learn about uh, farm and how their food is grown. So that's kind of like the biggest, you know, the biggest uh, uh, reason why we do, uh, we do, we create events, but also because it's fun. Like it's honestly fun to, to, you know, because it is, it's bringing people into the, into, into the farm. It's, we don't do a lot of activities when we are farmers, eh? It's like we don't have the time to go out and enjoy ourselves and have fun partying and things like that. So to me, you know, creating an activity at the farm like the salsa solstice, you should see. Our salsa solstice, Holly, I taught people how to dance salsa and merengue. <laughs> that is so fun. And it's something new so- and different. And what yeah. a way to bring the community together in a unique exactly. way. We're always looking for stuff, especially after COVID, right, Gemma? Like we're just itching to get back together to that human connection and to participate exactly. in fun events like that. Exactly. So it's it is it is definitely, you know, our goal for creating all of these activities. Um in the next activity that we have organized, it is going to be August 6th, and it is going to be around the monarch butterfly. So this event is super open to everybody. It is a free event and it's open to all of the family in all of the size, any any size, you know, like small, small families or or bigger older people. Um, and uh, the uh, the um, uh, the point of doing this is for people to learn more about the monarchs. So the monarchs, right? We we uh, we have uh, we have a lot of milkweed at the farm, and we do not touch it. We do it specifically because we want the monarchs to come and do a stop at our farm in order to you know to to. Um, to, to lay those little eggs so we can have more monarchs. So it's going to be an, an educational um, activity, this one that is coming in August 6th. So I really hope people are going to be there. You were saying that you wanted to keep your farm small. And like I've been telling you countless times throughout this episode, that is not happening. And once people <laughs> tune in and listen, we're going to be driving more and more traffic to your farm. And I mean, you guys, you and Mark are on a roll right now because you guys have actually acquired a second farm in the Pontiac to multiply your production activities. Did you ever imagine that your business would be booming the way that it has? No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know what? We have been... we have been extremely lucky as well, I have to say. Um, and, um, and really the whole one, one of the biggest reasons why we purchased this other farm 
it was uh, it was because uh, we saw a business opportunity. So yes, we are farmers, but we are also um, uh, entrepreneurs, right? Mm-hmm. And we 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 were we were living we were living in Chelsea, so we owned the house in Chelsea, and it was becoming a little bit too hard for us to be moving back and forth, you know, from the farm and the house. So we decided to pretty much, you know, take a take a take take kind of like advantage of the market and sell our house in Chelsea. And well, it just happened that, you know, there was a farm as well here that um, very close to very close to our to a ragged shoot farm where we could invest in, 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 in have more space and also have more buildings that we could use for our, our future expansion of the uh, of our farm. And yes, it just happened to be that we got a quota for our organic eggs very recently and that we are going to be expanding our business here to our farm. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's such great news. It is amazing. It is crazy, but it's amazing. So uh, we are going to be um, expanding our egg production. And uh, you see, I mean, everything, I guess, just happens for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> it sure so does. We we have we have it's so much easier to, you know, to 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 fix something to use it instead of building from scratch, especially these days with COVID and the price right of uh, of all of the material for construction. And uh, yeah, so it was easier for us to pretty much just buy another farm that already had the installations on it to make it a lot easier for us when we grow. So this year we are planning on um, expanding our production of eggs. um, And we are also bringing in another herd of yaks. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Another herd of them. So how many will you have all together then? Right now we have 10. So the, the, uh, the 10 yaks that we have right now are the reproduction um, yaks and we are bringing another herd so we can, you know, to help us sustain it until we are, we are pretty much sustainable with our animals. Yes. Oh my gosh. Gemma, I am just blown away by everything you guys have done and accomplished. And I I never stop. No, it doesn't stop. But from one woman to another, I just need to tell you that you are doing a phenomenal job. You are an exceptional businesswoman and you are going to continue blowing it out of the park with all of your creativity and, uh, and work that you're doing and, and, you know, just educating people on the importance of organic produce and products. Well done. Thank you. Thank you so much, Holly. And thank you so much for this opportunity too. Yeah. Yeah. This has been fun. And we're going to continue the fun demo because we're going to move into my rapid 10. I know you're excited about this. (laughs) Okay. All right. I'm going to test your trivia here. How many eggs will a chicken lay per day? One. That's right. Only one, which I did not realize. I thought that they would lay multiple ones, but that's why you need to have so many chickens. Yes. Do you still (laughs) attend farmer's markets yourself? Yes, we do. We do one farmer market in uh, Gatineau. So it's called the Plateau uh, Public Market, and it's in the Plateau in Gatineau. You recently worked with a photographer whose area of expertise is actually agriculture. So can you give him a shout out? You are good. Yes, his name is Eric. He's pretty good. Um, So he is 
le photographe professionnel agricole for the entire region of Québec. What's another family-owned vegetable farm in Bristol, Québec? Oh, there is a new farmer. There is a new farmer in the area and she's super nice. Um, uh, the name of the farm is um, the... Is it the Domaine Labelle, a la gentleman? Yes, Labelle and the gentleman. Yes. <laughs> Domaine Labelle and the gentleman. Yes. She's pretty awesome. She's super nice. And I met her this year. Yes. Which honeybee produces the best honey, apparently? Mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's the honeybee, of course. That's right. It's only the honeybee. <laughs> You're so funny. Mine, <laughs> of course. Is there one vegetable that you won't eat or that you don't like yourself? Let me see. Hot peppers. <laughs> there you go. What is one tip on how we ourselves can live a more sustainable lifestyle? Eating local. There you go. <laughs> Name of the episode, eating local. Love it. Which vegetable subscription is most popular? Our bi-weekly subscription. What do garlic flowers taste like? They look, they taste like something in between a garlic and an onion. So it has a very mild taste. And Gemma, what is one local business that you think everyone should know about? <laughs> this is a good one. So I will give you the explanation why as well. Okay. So um, the Little Red Wagon, they're amazing people. They're amazing people. And the reason why is because the first time that I came into the Pontiac, the Little Bread Wagon was the first place that I went to. <laughs> and this is at a place where I get introduced to a bunch of other local people. So it's a really cool place to go to and meet other local people. Yeah. And great wine. Great people. Great yeah, wine. Of course. The great wines are amazing. You know, it's, it's always fun. Anything is fun around good wine. That's right. <laughs> it just brings people together. And, and you know what? It kept us all sane during the pandemic too. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, especially. <laughs> Gemma, this has been such a great hour spent with you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy afternoon to be with me today and to talk all about Firm Pure Conscious Farm. This has just been so informative and just so fun with you. And your English is amazing. Thank you, Holly. Thank you so much. Tell everybody where they can follow you guys, where they can visit in person. And let's again, drive traffic to your organic produce subscription boxes, uh, baskets. Baskets. Yes, of course. So you can find us in, on Facebook or Instagram at Ferme Pure Conscience. So the French for the French, uh, you know, named Ferme Pure Conscience. Um, yeah, Facebook or Instagram, we are there. You can also visit our website at www.pure-conscience.ca. You can give me a call directly, 873-822-1251, or you can stop at the farm um, every Friday from 2 to 6 at 57 Chamay Ragged Shoot. Fantastic. In 
Everybody, thank you so, so much for listening to this week's episode of OB Boss Babes Podcast. We hope that you guys are having a fantastic summer. We're winding down as we enter August, but you know what? We're going to be plugging more summer local businesses that you can support right in your own community. And so be sure to stay tuned, follow along, and make sure that you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your favorite podcasts so that you never miss an episode. Gemma, thank you so much for being a part of it. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity, Holly. It's amazing. You're amazing. Thank you so much. We'll be back next week, everybody, with another local boss babe here in your local community.